nigga. Yes, we are back. Um, episode 54 of the Two Belts podcast. 5-4. Five, 5-4. Four. Five, four. The second in the... In the Divisible by six, I think. Or it might, like... Yes. Yeah, it's six. been a while since we've done math. Six. 54 is the channel of BET on my optimum and has been for a long time. <laughs> I just felt like saying that because I'm black and like, <laughs> our guest is black and you identify oh as black. Okay, yes, yes. Yes. On the census, I identify as black. Yes. So, you know, I just wanted to say that this might be a really <laughs> black episode. It might not. Potentially. Who knows? Um... Why? Why do you have to make? Why couldn't you have contributed something? To oh the... my god! You made because you made me laugh. I'm sorry because you started doing all this like calculating in your head. Yes, divisible by six. You did like hotep math just now. You did hotep math. What's hotep math? Hotep math? You're trying to like relate everything back to blackness. What do you mean? Oh, okay. <laughs> you said yeah, yeah, yeah. fifty-four divided by 54. six. There were six tops of the pyramids. Aha. That's that's amazing. So we hotep math in our first. I guess this is our second season, second mm-hmm. year of the Two Belts podcast. We finally have our first guest. Mm-hmm. First guest to start off the year, and it's a pretty big one. A pretty big one. Let's intro her. Let's intro her right now. DJ Harley Quinn. Or is it DJ Harley Quinn? Harley Quinn? The actual Harley uh, Quinn? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I just go by Harley Quinn when I'm out. Um never really DJ unless you see me behind a... Uh, you know, pet a, set of tables or something. This is true. I mean, you are behind a table. Ah, I am. <laughs> I am. <laughs> this is true. But yes, um, welcome to the Two Bells Podcast. Um, Thank you for having me. Glad to have you. I guess uh, Carlos knows you a little bit more than I do. Oh, yeah. So, like, yeah. what do you, and, and I'm sure more than maybe our listeners do, unless our, some of our listeners are fans of yours. And shout out to Honey the Dog, also featured on this podcast. <laughs> Honey the Dog. Honey the Dog also featured on this podcast. So can you, like, can you just give, like, you know, um, who are you? Where did you come from? Why how, why have you, you know, blessed us with your voice on this Two Belts podcast? And, you know, just a, just a general intro. Word. Well, um, I'm Harley Quinn. I am originally from West Philly, but um, I was, I guess, raised in South Jersey pretty much. So I claim Jersey, um, mm. if anybody ever asked. Uh, Carlos, actually, he's known me since I was just a weird Twitter kid. And uh, <laughs> Aren't we all just like, weird Twitter kids? I, I was, I'm still like, very much a weird just, Twitter kid. I don't know. It just came out of nowhere. And I never, I just talked my shit on Twitter all the time. I was um, pretty mean to Carlos at one point. And it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We, we made up. We, we here right now. I feel like he we deserves to be mean too because Carlos is a mean guy as well. Yeah, I'm kind of an <laughs> asshole. He's kind of a jerk. So I was, he uh, wasn't though. And like for years, I just beat myself up and watched him from the shadows. Like, I'm so sorry. Friend. You watched like, me I, from the shadows? <laughs> what are you, Helga Pataki? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you beat him she, up for all these years? She got like a, a shrine made out of like old banana skins in her like. Yeah. <laughs> I do, and it has like Honey Spurs the mustache. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Best joke. So you DJ. From a guest. Um, you also write blog. Mm-hmm. Uh yeah, I, I used to DJ at um at Millennium Skate World in Camden. Um, that's where if you've seen Meek Mill's Monster video, that's where I used to work. Oh, okay. And um. And yeah, I've been blogging since about 2013. I write for DJ Damage's website mm-hmm. and um, damageindustries.com. And oh. I also write for Hot 97 under Marissa Mendez, who she also has a podcast with Joe Budden. Yes, so. mm-hmm. I'll name this podcast later. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm... <laughs> and um, they're right now at South by Southwest with their live podcast and everything. So oh. yeah, um, I'm up under Marissa right now for her website as well. Oh, nice. Uh... Yeah, it's, that sounds. What's the name of uh, Marissa's website? Uh, that's lifeistremendous.com. dot com. So oh, that, it's like half of her last name. That's pen. That's like that's, that's a good like a one. good good like wordplay. Tremendous. I wouldn't right? even. I wouldn't have even. I wouldn't. Dude, even if I was like a Spanish porn star, tremendous. <laughs> tremendous. Dude, that's, that's Yo, a... that would be amazing, bro. <laughs> oh my god. Gosh. Yo, you were on it, man. Oh yeah, you were on it. Yeah, I know. But yeah, we have we have. I got my jokes written on my eyelids today. Oh, okay. Like on the insides. All right. Um, 
So I'm, you know, I can sympathize. I was also a blogger from the period of 2011 through 2014. Mm-hmm. This and goes in. I left the game because, you know, I don't know. I just left the game. Yeah. <laughs> I left the game because I don't know. Bandwidth ran out or something <laughs> or some. Like I left the game because I don't know. I got a real life job and I couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I couldn't bother. I couldn't not bother, but I couldn't manage the website anymore. But yeah, mm-hmm. I feel you. I was like, oh, blogger to blogger. I feel you. We're here because I know what you have to go through. I know the blurbs and all the stuff and the and the graphic design and all that, you know, cool shit. Yeah, it takes time. It takes OD time. And um, how is how is necessarily writing for Hot 97 on their website? Uh, it's busy. Um, I don't necessarily write for the official Hot 97 mm-hmm. um, website. But when, when I do write something, like, really good, then it'll get reposted onto the main page. But oh, nice. it's just, it's always something going on. And as much as I love it, it's, like, you, it is a real 24-7 job. Yeah. Um, especially was... when Drake wants to, like, drop mixtapes at 10 o'clock. 10 o'clock. I'm trying to go to sleep. 6 in the but... morning. Listen, let me tell you something. I was blogging when Beyonce dropped her, you know, magnanimous you know, um, album. And yeah. I literally, I turned off the computer. I was I was in bed. I was <laughs> in bed already. I was like, okay, there's nothing to see here. You know, let me, let me. I turned off the computer. I was in bed. I'm scrolling through Twitter. You got to get your last scroll through on the tweets mm-hmm. before you go to sleep. I don't know why. That's just, that's just what I do. It's and then true. I was like, everyone's like, oh my God. Like Kid Fury or like, you know, all the other people I follow, just like, oh my God, like passing out via Twitter. And I'm just like, shit, I really got to get back on this damn computer to to find this picture, paste it in the WordPress, write mm-hmm. this blurb about something, link back to whatever, you know. And there's videos, 18 videos. Right. <laughs> so yeah, you know, just, you know, blogging ain't easy. It's, it's, it's and not. Then, um, it's like, Personally, I, I forget to be excited over something. Oh yeah, yeah. It kind of it kind of really just like I won't say nullify not nullify. Yeah, but like you have to stay on the pulse and the of all the releases and and yeah. as you keep listening to it, it's like you get like less excited yeah. for the you rollout. Don't even, you don't even want to debate stuff anymore. You be like, I get you got it, bro. I guess like mm-hmm. <laughs> you be like, eh, I get, I mean, I heard the song. Like people ask you, yo, how do you feel about the song? And I'm just like, oh, yeah. It's, it's, it's there. It has a melody. It's a song. Yeah. It's 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 sure was sure was. But yeah, it's just the life of that. Um, how did you get into DJing initially? Sheesh. Um, in high school, I really knew that I wanted to do it. Um, I don't really know when I got into. It. I guess like just listening to the radio um, with my mom a lot, and I just noticed how like the blends would sound, and mm-hmm. like you could take two different songs mm-hmm. and just make a whole new thing. And I was like, I want to do that. I I can do that. And um, the, what was I going to say? Sorry. Uh, in high school, um, they, we had to hire a DJ for our fashion shows. And um, I was a fashion major. And I was always into music. So my teacher put me in charge of music. And um, I asked the DJ that we would hire every year, like, can I just, like, play around on your tables? Or can you just show me something real quick? And um, his name is Lloyd. And I still talk to him till this day. And he's just been a great mentor. Oh, that's dope. Oh, that's wonderful. I should that's learn wonderful... how to DJ. But... Yeah, yeah but... I I learned because Akil, George, all them, like, yeah, like we just sit around in a room and they be like, "Yo, you heard this? You heard that? Yo, this goes good with this." And yeah, it just it that's, just went on from there. That's dope. I wish I could DJ, but I don't. Really... You you can. I feel like it's too late to learn now. It's not too late to learn. I feel it's like never it's like, too late to learn. I feel like it's like it's like basketball, you know? Oh no no no! It's you can't tre- you can't <laughs> treat it like. You can't treat it like it's basketball. It's too late for me to learn basketball. Nah, you, you I can't just be practice. like this. I can't be 26 still trying to like get my handle up and shit. Like, <laughs> you think you're gonna be geriatric trying to learn how to dribble and yeah, shit? Like, ah, oh, my joints. It, it's, it's not the same when you like 11 and when you like 26 and you're just like, oh shit, my handles. I don't off. know. You have great taste in music, so I'd be I'd be excited for anything you put out, especially if it's an R and B mix, because I know you got yeah. you got the gems. And that's really where it starts. Like, if you have a good taste for music then yeah you're, you're kind of in there because you already know what sounds good yeah, yeah. see all right, all right all right if you got the hard drive my nigga all you need to do is get the program that's it all right. and then most of them shits is free or just under a hundred dollars i mean if you know i've seen people do it i mean you know all these push button djs i guess i could do it oh you want to do the calvin harris no I just, maybe maybe i mean look download serato dj intro for free and just get your practice on there okay. you go see all right 
Right. Four know. bar intros, eight bar intros. You know, right. Might, so just write something. into your iTunes and go ahead. There you go. All right. So let's get into a bit of the news. All right. So we're like low <laughs> on like music releases. Do you want to do music releases first or the news first? Oh, we could do the news. We could do the, you news. Do the news first. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, So this week, I guess, let me, we're, we're going to go out of order on the original list. So it's just going to be, you know, whatever. So. Secretly, I guess Janae Aiko mm-hmm. married, you know, her African strong black man mm-hmm. named Dot the Genius. <laughs> Behind every light skinned woman is a very strong dark skinned man. Dark skinned yeah. man, and you know, she, you know, I, it was it was a surprise. Um, Even if the light skinned man doesn't know about the dark skinned man, I, it, it took me. I was Fun like, fact. until following her on Snapchat. Now I always thought she was beautiful. She has like mm-hmm. beautiful pictures and like stuff like that. But I'm like, damn, she's really pretty. Someone should probably like, you know. Marry her? Yeah, or that, or yeah. like put it in her, or something along those lines. She got a kid now. Yeah. She got a kid, right? But she a... but she's like beautiful and like. I was just like, oh word, all right. You, your hopes are shattered just a little bit. Ah. There's a little bit salt in this news, right? Ah, yeah, married the guy who produced like you know Kid Cudi's first album. Yeah. Shout out to I mean, you know. I think she like married him based off of that. It's like, yo, you fucking made Cudi, yo. I. Propose, I'm proposing to you, dog. You think she proposed to him? Because she made... You think she doesn't call him Mr. Whole Foods? Nah. I'm pretty sure she proposed to him because he made Man on the Moon. Aight. Because that shit was excellent. That shit was excellent. Um, How do you feel? Like, are you, you know... I d- well, when I heard she got married, I was just like, gross. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because not Dot the Genius. Like, anybody else. I don't know who I'd <laughs> want to see her with, but anybody else. They just... I don't know. Women are all about the look, and he does doesn't look right for her. Like he doesn't match up. He doesn't match up. Damn, that's crazy. I don't think it's about the matchup. I always think it's about the chemistry. I don't care what a couple looks like together, as long as they're happy and not constantly yeah. fighting each other. Sometimes you gotta look right. Sometimes you gotta look right. I gotta. I she was just so like, just bohemian. Like I don't know. She uh-huh. wears all these maxi skirts and like no shoes. I don't know. <laughs> Her Man's heels so probably good. black as hell. Mad soil between them toenails right. and oh, shit. Oh, God. I all... wonder what her feet look like, though. Her feet are probably beautiful and angelic, just like she is. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just me. That's just me being, you know, wishing I married her. Guess not. <laughs> Wait for one... the divorce, my nigga. Another... Wait for the divorce. I guess. Annulment, maybe. If you're lucky. That's what, what, I, what I try to do. Is, is Kelly right. Rowland got married. I said, I'm waiting for the divorce. She did. <laughs> I'm waiting for the divorce. She got married? That's, is I Kelly Rowland like that to guys? I really didn't know guys were on her like that. I am. Ooh, I've loved ooh. Kelly Rowland for such a long Kelly time. Kelly Rowland is a beautiful chocolate, you know, beautiful. Yeah. She's just beautiful in chocolate. That's just a beautiful chocolate, like a Godiva or a Godiva. 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 She's a beautiful it's Godiva. Okay. It's okay. It's a Swiss word. Okay. We don't know how to say that shit. Yeah, I don't know, okay. Know. From this Brooklyn. Is... I don't say Swiss, dog. Oh, my God. But um, it sounded like someone pinched your nuts. <laughs> <laughs> like, but yeah, it's a you know, I, I didn't expect that to happen, and there it was. Um, other cool shit in this week, or maybe not as well. Let's see. Let's go from you know, cool to not so cool. All right. Um, we're gonna go in that order. So um, Justin Timberlake went on Instagram and um, IG a photo of him and Pharrell in the studio. Mm-hmm. Which seems like they're making new music together. Yeah, which um, we've been waiting for since forever. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, man. Ever since like Pharrell made that shit with like Robin Thicke, and then like made similar songs after that, I'm like, eh, mm-hmm. I'm not sure if I want this like 2016. You know, Pharrell. And- you don't know because it it depends on the chemistry. It's like it also like what the producer does also depends on what the artist asks for, what the label asks for. Sometimes it's like it's going to be very different. I guess. How do you feel about? You know, Pharrell and, and Justin and their collaborations in the past. I'm definitely glad that they're doing something new now. But like you said, I'm not really here for the 2016 Pharrell. Yeah, I don't know about 2016 what he's been Pharrell. doing, I'm not ready. Yeah, I feel like if it's if it's the same thing he's been giving Robin Thicke that cost him millions of dollars and shit, 
You know, I don't. This, really... is, this is real. And his wife. And his wife too. Yeah. Nigga, Robin Thicke cost Robin Thicke his wife. Nah, that nigga's. Was... <laughs> no, that was blur lines. That was like, blur lines. Chick was showing their tits to him all over the place. People weren't showing their tits to Robin Thicke when he had the sweetest love and like <laughs> lost without you and shit. Like people not weren't even sex therapy warranted. <laughs> no, not even that. Not even that. People weren't showing Robin Thicke their titties when that happened. But now you know, blurred lines. It's like you know, he's out here fucking and and all that cool oh, shit. Oh man. Um, I I mean, see, the thing is, like, Justin and Pharrell, they made great songs in, like, 2002, because I still not yeah. Senorita. I think that's mm-hmm. yeah. low-key fire. Rock Your Body, you know. Rock your body. The standard. Yeah, that video gave me a 16. Like, yes. The standard Sweet 16 back in, like, 2002, 2003, though. That was, like, a Sweet 16 bar mitzvah ass song. Mm-hmm. It, it just played that on in the background. Because it was safe, yet it was, like, it was, like, it was like groovy, dancey, yet and kind like, of sexual. Yeah, but you, like, <laughs> I felt like it had the it had a good beat, but, it like, it still had a good beat that people without rhythm can dance to, like oh. white people. <laughs> Justin was ready for the caucasity. He was ready. He was just, ready. like, uh, just, you know, white people ready. out here busting their ass. Put a cowbell in it. Yeah, well, I'm think, not. I don't think that uh, you know Justin Timberlake. He just had a baby and everything. So now, like, am I gonna get a whole bunch of dad songs? I hope not. I don't think about so. The baby. I feel or like... he's gonna go the Chris Brown route, name the album about his child, but then have mad sex songs on it. Uh... Fuck you back to sleep, girl. <laughs> yeah, he was wilding. Who gonna fuck you, you like me? me? Nobody. Even though that's a you know Keith Sweat song. He's not even like hot anymore. He's just he's turned into a dad because 2020 experience is like. Young and sexy, nineteen twenties type Justin. Yeah, right? like, nigga, it was full of wedding songs. Now, Real, I mean, <laughs> I, I jammed. I mean, well, how do you feel about two, the tw- the second twenty twenty experience? Everyone notoriously hates it. I feel, yeah, I feel, I'm with them. I feel like it's <laughs> like it got some good songs on it, but like not enough. Like there's that True Blood shit. I was like, nigga, what are you doing? Oh my god, <laughs> what it, what is this? I have like a CD of um, all these 2020 remixes that mm-hmm. some producer gave me that are just fire. Just so like fire? I wasn't I wasn't even gonna yeah, act like have, the, the second version existed. Might have to hold on to that one. Shit. <laughs> um, let's see. We're gonna go to awesome to less awesome news. Okay. Um. Ah, um yeah. Kanye West updates the life of Pablo. So this is the first like not the first. I don't want to say the first because. I feel like people do this thing where they say, like, it's the first of something, mm-hmm. and then they really just didn't Google it, and they just completely wrong. Like, Sam Smith, when he said he was the first openly gay guy to win an Oscar, and then, like, all the openly gay guys was like, no, honey. <laughs> no, sorry. Um, I felt like that happened, but it's, like, the first sort of... I think, personally, I mean, people aren't excited about it, because they're like the original was kind of dope. Mm-hmm. You don't really need to change it, but it's like I felt like it's like a good piece of history. I mm-hmm. see it more of that, as that, just like the first album that's being updated. It's like being updated like firmware and shit. It's mm-hmm. like Life of Pablo one point three, you know, bug fixes and improvements and shit. Add one Pusha T verse. <laughs> yeah, so it's like I feel like it's being tweaked. So he tweaked um I believe he tweaked Famous featuring mm-hmm. Rihanna. And he tweaked Wolves. He added Vic Mensa back onto the track. Well, you know, I wasn't crazy. And then he made, he cut out the Frank Ocean part, which was like, I guess. I don't know. But h- how do you feel about just like a lot? It's just an album. It's like, it's an album that's obviously not being released as a physical because he said so. And mm-hmm. now it's just being like updated through title. Does that make it like more historic or is it like just, you know? I don't think it makes it more historic. I think it makes it more contractual. <laughs> what do you James mean? Wait. Because it's contract work. It really is. Um, he, can, I mean, okay, I understand what he's talking about with the streaming is the, the new way for albums and everything, and that's cool. Right. Um, I'm sorry, like, even, like, off topic, Jay-Z just removed the whole Blueprint trilogies from everything except title. What a bastard. But, um, I know. But, um... <laughs> Him updating it all the time, it's, I mean, it's different. It's different. I was going to say, I mean, he can keep the second, the, uh, the two and three, but that first one? Man, yeah, yeah, that's what I said. I was like, we're only mad at like one third of this like deletion. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I was be... with the album uh, you know, the first time. The fir- uh, Yeah, So, um, but I feel like, I don't know. I feel like this is history, though. It's like a genius. It's like 
with all the technology that we have that lives in the internet that mm-hmm. updates from time to time, like apps and like you know programs and all this stuff. This is like the first like album that's like continuously being updated from time to time. It's being updated for like Windows Seven or something or like mm-hmm. Windows Ten or whatever it is now. Right. It's like it's 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 a living, breathing album. That's like you know that that's really what it is. It's one of the first like probably hip hop living breathing albums. Everyone sort of releases it physical. He says as long as I'm gonna keep it for just solely streaming because he's not even selling it digitally. People who bought the you know who people who bought the album to expect to have it digitally still haven't got the album because it hasn't been finished. But it, apparently it's just being tweaked and tweaked and tweaked. I don't know. I think it's pretty. I think it's pretty genius. It's definitely going to keep uh, the conversation about it going, mm-hmm. whether, like, you know, yeah. what makes it a classic, and exactly. it's going to change the way we talk about what makes classic albums. Exactly. And, you know, it doesn't appear that he's dropping any videos for it um, or doing any sort of promo or any tour. So this this will definitely keep it in the news. Um, let's see what we have here. We're going from awesome to less awesome. <laughs> um, eh, it depends how you, you know... It depends how you feel about this. So, Carrie Hilson, mm-hmm. you know. The girl who Beyonce killed? Yes. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, there we go. Back from, you know. The grave. The back from the grave has, you know, announced that she's dropping a new album. Good for her. It is called Liar. It is an acronym for something I currently forgot. <laughs> um, I think it's like, you know. Fuck, I forgot what it's called. Um, it's an acronym for some cool stuff. And there's going to be a single, even though it's supposed to drop today. And then mm-hmm. she was like, nah, it's not actually dropping today. The press release was wrong. I was like, then why did you write the press release? Either way. Right. Um, you think she writes her own press releases? No, but oh. I feel like... It, I was like, it hasn't gotten that bad. <laughs> I feel like it was a ploy. Like, the press release was right. And then she was like, nah, I'm not ready yet. And then it was just said the press release was wrong. And then I was like, all right, well, you know. That's, well, cause that's how I feel like it works behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. Are there any features? Who's the producer? Do we know any of that information? Doesn't say anything about it. It just says the first single is called Again. I believe it is produced by... Mike Will? Mike Will? I hope so. Mike Will? That's hilarious. Yes, it's produced by... Think about that. It's produced by Mike... That's how you know she's trying to get back into the young crowd. Mm -hmm. Like, look at me, guys. Mike Will, Will written by Rock City. Yeah, but Mike Will made Formation. Mike Will did... Oh, that's mm. true. That's true. You know the B stands. The 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 beehive is gonna be like, what are you doing, nigga? Oh like, man, they're gonna hold ransom too hostage. I, hope, I mean, I think she's. <laughs> I, I think she <laughs> deserves to be back. Not mm-hmm. deserves. Not to say that she ever was like exiled and should have been like thrown away, mm-hmm. but I feel like she's earned her way back through six years of social media silence. <laughs> And, like, I feel like, you know, I feel like the world is ready to embrace her now after, you know. Have you seen her Instagram account, though? Like, the beehive is putting so many bee emojis it's, under her it's stuff. It's terrible. That's horrible. <laughs> it's terrible. That's it's bad. Hilarious. That sh- shit is bad. I'm sure there's going to be an interview where she's, she's a like, female artist. She's going to say she, like, went through a very strong bout of depression multiple times every time beyonce performs or does anything there's like bees every time she sleeps she hears a bzzz in her ear yeah and the tweets are outlandish they're like oh they let you out of blue ivy's guest house (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) just leave the poor woman alone i mean i think what do you think about carrie hilson as a as a because apparently like you know i don't know i don't want to be like sexist but apparently women are really the only Mm -hmm. only people who find issue with her or like yeah so what, um, how do you feel about carrie hilson in terms of just like in relation to the entire beyonce thing in terms of like do you think she was right do you think she was wrong Does... i mean i think she was wrong for what she said about the go have some babies sit down she crazy like you know she and even at that time beyonce was going through a miscarriage that no one knew about but mm. i mean apparently somebody knew so she had no right to speak on that but um I mean, I felt like that little beef was petty, but Carrie Hilson has always been a genius songwriter, um, mm-hmm. writing for some of our favorite artists. So, yeah, she's always been a genius. I feel bad for her because it took her so long to come out. Because it's like yeah. singer-songwriters can't just come out like that. You got, like, an extra thing going against you. It's like, oh, you're pretty, but you should probably just stick to songwriting because that's... you, Especially when you're... um. When you are competing with so many other big ass artists, no, more so when you um when you're successful at songwriting, and people are just like they don't want to take the risk on you becoming an artist and it being detrimental to your songwriting and detrimental to making hits for other artists, 
then it sort of people don't necessarily want you to get back out there and do anything. But she's you know took a step forward. She got a hit with "Turning Me On" and "Knock You Down," and like "Pretty Girl Rock" and like mm-hmm. all these other you know songs. That... I hated "Pretty Girl Rock." I feel, I feel like, like I feel like it was like a palate. It was like a song you played to be like like a like a light jaunty pop palate cleanser. I feel like that's what everyone used it. Did Neo write that? I feel like Neo wrote that. I could see him writing that. Pretty girl, he rock. pulled that shit out of his yeah. hat. I could see him writing a song called Pretty Girl Rock. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I don't know. Women took that song differently. They're like, who this bitch think she is? <laughs> She's like, I don't even like in so many songs in hip-hop and r&b now that like are not about uplifting women i thought that song was awesome that Um, song was i don't know i i I like the song i remember i like the video i think i uh, i'm I'm still a fan of carrie hilson so i'm just waiting i want to see her win because it's like everyone's like everyone's been shitting on it i I feel like now i feel like she may not fit in the current palette of just artists Considering where she, you know, it's been so long and, like, just know. music has changed. It's less, you know, about, like, contemporary R&B. Like, her, like, contemporaries, like Keisha Cole and Sierra haven't been doing as well, you know, mm-hmm. sales-wise and, you know, in terms of notoriety as um, others. So, it's, like, it's it's scary to come back out here in this new crop where it's, like, moody R&B and, like, very trap-based yeah. and, like, all this other, you know, so... More props to her. I hope. I hope. He, I hope she succeeds. I hope she's in the studio doing like research and shit. I hope so. Um, yeah, I want her to get with like. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> no, go ahead. I was just gonna say like I want her to get with like Ty Dolla Sign, like something. Something Ty Dolla Sign would be her. dope. Like, yeah, that's like that's like a good feature. Ty and he's Dolla everywhere. Song would be dope. He says he doesn't say no to a check. He's like Sam Jackson. Who would I? Who would I like to see her work with? Um, Ty Dolla Sign would be really really dope. Um, maybe London on the track. Yeah. Maybe, you know. Yeah, he doesn't make those good he does make good moody beats and like at slow tempos. Um, let's see. So we're going from awesome to less awesome. Um Tony Tory Lane, sorry. Tory Lane's believed that he innovative the RB thuggy sound. Ja Rule he, is somewhere in the sewer laughing. I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. I, I think I need to hear Ja Rule's take on that. <laughs> ja Rule's somewhere in the sewer of New York laughing. Just he, So he said in an interview on Shade, not Shade, was it Shade 45? Yes, it was Shade 45 um, on DJ Drama Show. Um, no, maybe it wasn't. Is the stage, it's serious, Shade 45, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so he said on that that um, he believes that, like, a lot of artists now are hopping on the sound that he sort of innovated years ago. You know, the artists kind of like, you know, the Bryson Tillers and the Drakes and, you know, even he even said Nicki Minaj mm-hmm. or, or at least mentioned Nicki Minaj. But he said this R&B thuggy sound that he came out with that was like really soul and just like, but like really, really thuggy. He's like, you know, a lot of people are jumping on this style right now. But, you know, he's, you know. He's the one who sort of innovated. Did he not? Did he not live through the early two thousands? Like I don't know. I guess not. Right. Like Fabo. Fabo was like a singing rapper. Right. Nate Dogg. Singing rapper. Um. Ja Rule from time singing to time. rapper. Um. I don't know. Fifty Cent made Twenty One Questions. That was kind of R and B thuggy. There you go. Um. Is, you know. So nothing is new under the motherfucking sun, Tory Lanez. Most things aren't <laughs> new. Most things aren't new when you think they're new. Like, yeah. if you just did your Googles, you know. Like, just because you have a lot more bass and better sound quality than niggas did back in the early 2000s does not mean that you are new. You are a new take on something that is old. <laughs> yeah, essentially. I don't know. How do you feel about Tory Lanez? I love that guy. Um, I feel like he's, he did, he never originated that stuff. Uh, it's funny, like, we're even talking about him because when I first... I uh, was introduced to him as an artist. Uh, I only found out like his instrumental, so I was like, okay, well, this guy can pick out a decent <laughs> instrumental and everything. But um, I didn't really start listening. I'm gonna be honest. I didn't really start listening to to Same. him until like this year. It, like, yeah, <laughs> I feel you. I feel you. I've been listening to so. him since Chicks Tape Two, and that's because like off on an off chance, like a friend of mine. He chopped and screwed like a remix to one of his songs, and I was like, "Yo, let me hear the original." I was like, "Damn." I feel mm. like yeah, I didn't I didn't really listen to him. Sorry, this I knew he existed. I knew there were certain songs. I know he was featured on certain songs. Like he was featured on you know Meek Mill's Lord Knows and stuff like that. But he was like, on YG's album like, too. Yeah, I was on YG's, YG's album. So. so he's just I know he's he was around, but yeah, I, I really wasn't. But it's it's when you're a new artist to the game, and he's not technically new, but mm-hmm. he's like 
this is his first breakout hit. This is his first time reaching sort of a wide appeal and mass audience. Yeah. When you're new, you don't really want to say things like that because mm-hmm. then it makes you kind of look bitter and like like a dickhead. And he's already under the radar with the whole Drake comments and everything. Drake, Jacquees, all of them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's and, like he's trying to make a niche for himself by causing controversy, and, and I'm like, wanna, your your bridge is not that big. Yeah, you don't want to necessarily at this point now. You don't really want to necessarily go against you know the Brian Tiller hive. You know the Bryson Tiller hive. The Bryson Tiller hive. What did I say? The Bryson like the low brim, yes, low brim hive. Low brim dad hat, bent brim, that sort of hive. You know you don't want to go against that hive because they love Bryson Tiller. Um, I don't know. I like his music too. I like both of their. Yeah, that kid's sounds. wave is crazy. He came out of nowhere. Nah, he was he was he was orchestrated, son. He was created in a lab. Nah, I don't. I mean, you know. What? I know that I know niggas took like the right DNA from the right artist to make I that feel nigga. Like if he's part- like Cell. He's <laughs> like Cell. They perfected that nigga. I feel like if Party Next Door decided to take his music to sort of a major label to sort of get mm-hmm. wide appeal, he may have been like. More successful because I've I've been saying like Bryson Tiller pretty much lapped him in yeah. terms of um, just notoriety and appeal and music and reach and all of that other stuff that he was supposed to do that he just did like two albums ago, but it's like I feel like you know, yeah, he he if if he did that always, he would have got it I don't know. Um, I was just saying like it always trips me out how like. You know, us, like, because we all listen to music and everything, but it, mm-hmm. I always have to remember that the other world isn't up on these people like we are. So yeah. when I bring mm-hmm. up Party Next Door and things, and people are just like, who? What? Who? Party I'm Next like, Door? There's a like, party next door. <laughs> What's going on I here? I can't believe Who's that DJing? other people aren't up on it. Yeah. it's it's, it's and, and I feel like with the internet, it should be bring a lot of people closer, but it really doesn't. You know? It doesn't. A lot of people just, you know, listen, you know, to... I don't know. Mike Posner. I don't know. Mike Posner? I He's still alive? I, he has a hit song, I Took a Pill in Ibiza. I Took a Pill in Ibiza? Yes. That sounds like Future Line. That no. does. It sounds like a Future Line. Right. I Took a Pill in Ibiza. I Took a Pill uh. in Ibiza. <laughs> the Shiki on, now I'm at the Giza. Having rich sex? All right, never mind. <laughs> um, I love that song. Um, Into slightly less awesome news. We're going down the you know the least awesome pipeline right here. Um... <laughs> Okay, maybe. All right, all right, let's get. Gene Simmons says he cannot wait until rap dies. I can't wait till Gene Simmons oh. dies. So right. it's like okay. it's it goes, right. it's going hand in hand. All right, there you go. Because I don't trust old washed up like assholes. I know. I I saw a tweet that says an alternate title: "Old man says he hates <laughs> new." <Right. laughs> that's how I be feeling. Jungle music, like that's yeah. really all it is. Yeah, I was like, he doesn't understand it. It's not the era that he comes from, and I feel like rock music. It's just like taking rock music a, is super dead, yo. It's super dead, and like the underground is the only thing that's keeping it alive, and like people's like respective movements in different towns. Rock music is like, it's bad. As soon as like music television declined, like we didn't have any more MTVs or fuses, it's like rock music got progressively worse. Like, I think worse. Christian rap is more popping than like rock music right now. It's crazy <laughs> right now. And when you look at it, like trap is the new rock, is the yeah. new punk, is everything. Because I mean, like, have you ever been to like a really dope trap party or concert? Like we're head banging and, and niggas water is bottles moshing. everywhere. Everything yeah. too. So, yo, um, Travis Scott shows that shit is a mosh fest. He also says, yeah, like a little Uzi show is crazy. Yo, that's the future. We we actually want to yeah. talk about it. so. Um, oh yeah, he was on for, Ebro. Great for bringing that up, um, because he was on Ebro in the Ebro in the morning um, a couple days ago, and well, no, last week, sometime mm-hmm. last week, or maybe sometime the week last before, week. maybe the week before, and it's uh, I think um, Ebro wanted him to freestyle on. On some older, like... Some mass appeal record, I believe. Mm-hmm. And then he was like, nah, I'm not really into that shit. You can take that, like, you know... Yeah. Take that ish off, you know. I think because... I don't know. I think it's just... It's a generational thing. He's like he's like the new age of hip-hop, and he doesn't want to, like... It's not even like, I don't want to pay homage. It's more so, it's that's not me. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but from I f- what I know about Uzi, it's like, he... He's not out there for bars, per se, or lyrics, per se, but um, from even the part of Philly he's from doesn't reflect the music that he makes. Mm. Um, Like, that super-duper trap life. Like, yeah, okay, it's Philly, but that's not his part of Philly. Right. And um, 
but the music that he makes is just about him, what he likes. He's, I don't want to, okay, like, I don't want to say Slim Jesus, but, I mean, Slim Jesus makes the music that he wants because he likes it. Right. Lil Uzi just makes the music that he wants. Absolutely. It's a, you know. I feel like I feel like this is a statement um, that we need new tastemakers because Ebro was like had like a vein in his forehead and he's trying to calm down <laughs> like his beard was turning even more gray. Uh, but I, I feel like it's not. I feel like. So here's the thing. I feel like it's not because I just feel like. I feel in a sense like you should essentially know. I'm, well, maybe that's maybe that's giving too much, but I feel like you should definitely know like these songs. I mean, if you're a rapper and you can, I mean, but I guess he's not about bars. But if you're a rapper and you, you know, you offer to spit, you can spit over anything. You can spit over 808s yeah. and heartbreaks. You can spit over that. mass appeal. Yeah, you can spit over any sort of beat. I can make boom boom bap bap, and you could spit over that. Like, I feel like if you're a rapper's rapper, it's like mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily matter what they put on. Like, if it really hinders you, then it's kind of like a, you know. I think your artistry is a bit lacking, but if it if it really hinders you to not be able to rap over a certain beat because you're just like, oh, that's too old. I mean, I guess that's not your style, and you don't want to be like perceived as that, but or trip over your bars or something. But I don't know. It's... Yeah, because nobody's asking him to be like Joey Badass or anything. Yeah, like, no he one's... just wanted to hear a sixteen, but I, I stand by that too. Um, let's see, and we are at the you know. We are at the bottomly bottom. Bottomly, uh, what, what did I say? We're at rock bottom. We're at rock bottom. There we go. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. We're at that, rock bottom. That's, that was that weird episode of SpongeBob, right? Yes. Yes. Uh, where that's he my favorite. Dropped off the hill, and then like he tried to get the gummy, you know, gloves out of mm-hmm. the thing, and then like the fucking bus kept coming. <laughs> All right. Um, let's see. So we're at the bottom now. So South by Southwest is currently occurring or it has ended by the time this podcast comes out shout, or... to, shout out to my niggas poppies worldwide shout out to everyone at south by southwest shout out to the cartel shout out to my niggas blanco shout out to ray shout out to swish shout out to kush all right well that, that, those all sound like drug lords i know right, right. it oh. sounds like you was about to get in the booth on rap city and stuff. i know like start throwing up gang signs <laughs> and shit and crip walking yeah like yo big ticket in the building you know shout <laughs> out to my nigga rap titty titty <laughs> rap titty <laughs> Yo, that speech impediment was crazy, nigga. You changed the whole word for me. Oh, man. But, like, yeah, a lot of people in South by Southwest. And at the Fader Fort, designer, you know, as we talked about last week, he had his 20, he had a 25-minute set at the Fader Fort. And he, you know. Nigga performed Panda three times. Along with Panda, Panda oh. Reprise, Panda the Remix, Panda Part 2, you know, featuring Mario Wynans, Diddy, you know, <laughs> uh, others featuring them. There was, um... He performed a song called Pluto. As if yeah. the, you know, the future comparisons I know. weren't deep enough ingrained in his veins. He decides, you know what I'm going to make a song called? Pluto. And then he re- released Pole Dances and Xanax. And, oh, really? That's, and, that was another song? I no, I'm fucking with you. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, I thought it was real. Uh, pole Dancers and Xanax? There was a, there was a hashtag <laughs> called Designer Songs. Let me see. I can pull it up. Yeah. Oh, my God. So it's called... Um, I think, hold on, I'm, I'm going to pull it up. Um, hashtag, <laughs> all right, assumed it was a famine. Um, that means thought it was a drought. <laughs> Rowdy <laughs> Robitussin. Wow. Caffeine crazy. Um, <laughs> wealthy intercourse. <laughs> That's something I would want to have, wealthy intercourse. That sounds 56 cool. evenings. <laughs> Rough up some zeros. <laughs> Wasn't aware there was water. Um, thought it was a future. Okay, I see that. Wow. Um, judo kick. <laughs> let's see. Let's hey. see what I got here. February frenzy. Uh, let's see. February frenzy. Stepsisters. Wow. <laughs> Same damn hour. <laughs> um, and other you know beautiful gems that you know Twitter decides to make up and yeah he should have thought that out better. Do crazy you know weird shit, but it's like if you have all the future. I mean. At one point, on one hand, it's like, okay, I need more publicity. You know, it would be, you know, it would get me crazy after this panda song that sounds like Future, an actual song named after a Future album. That would get me more attention that I need in terms of dropping this mixtape. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like, God, you, you ruin your any sort of artistic merit that you had, which was very. Because yeah, I don't even want to listen to them really, um, outside of 
outside of Panda. And it kind of sounded like it just kind of the song itself just kind of sounded like "Fuck 'em, Fuck 'em, Fuck 'em" by OG Mako. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just I feel like I don't want to say this because it's like you know he's from New York. I actually do like the song Panda. I do like it a lot, even though it's a big ass chorus. Yeah, I, I like the song, but I feel like he's like a he's becoming a parody of a trap rapper. Like he's just, yeah. and I don't want to say that because like I don't know him or like how he makes music. But if I find out it's like real trash, he's like, no, nah, nigga, I just you know put in song, you know, sip on the purple, and you know all this other yeah, shit. Uh, what happened? Uh, uh, I was just saying, like I think I just think it's annoying. Uh, I'll I'll say that I think it's annoying for sounding so much like Future and um, the whole Pluto thing because, like I said, that's that's just gonna draw people away. Yeah, it's it's not you know. Future's here, and Future's, like, alive and kicking. He's probably yeah. the hot, one of the hottest rappers in the game, and you just, you know, you could bite off him, like, five years after his prime and shit and bring it back and mm-hmm. shit, you know, like niggas, you know, did with T-Pain. No shots. No shot. No shots. All right. I don't know. I like T-Pain, and then it's like everyone was just like, nah, we're good. Like, Jay-Z dropped Death of Auto-Tune, and everyone was like, really? Oh, yeah, we over. Nigga lost his friends. You know, his, like, money and, like, his niggas, top hat. niggas made fun of him. His top hat. He, he had, did lose the top hat, he, he, like His dreads. He lost it all. He lost it all. Niggas really made Death of Auto-Tune, and then niggas was like, you know what? We really not fucking with him anymore. Like, that was just some weak shit. I don't know. It's, it, that shows it, you that people are sheep. But people are sheep. Yeah. Whole sheep. Do you like Jay-Z, it's by the, the way? Rock. I do, actually. That's my favorite rapper. Okay, cool. He hates him. I don't hate him. Yes, I just do. hate what he's become. Listen, but first of all, so a year ago, I oh, asked when you, you asked me to for the title concert, I asked you. So we, got, I got free, <laughs> I got free tickets to the title concert. Shout out to my boy Dante Marquis. But what was the title concert about? It was about Jay Z's B side. Exactly, nigga. What the fuck? That's not what you said though. You was like, "Why the fuck would I go to a Jay Z concert?" <laughs> I did say that actually. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Verbatim. Why the fuck would I go to a Jay Z concert? Fuck? I did. I did. But we went to that Pusha T concert and it was lit. It was super lit. Hell yeah. We, he had a video of this nigga cooking in slow motion. It's super lit. It's super, super lit. Um, That was my favorite. Yes. Yeah, so now, now we're going to get into music. Um, Music releases for the. I guess for a number of weeks. You mm-hmm. know, we, we didn't go over to Flatbush Zombies last week because we just. We just overlooked it. it, and then we finessed our way through that hour. Sure, yes, that was that was beautiful finessing, my friend. Finessing. Um, Smoke does a Harry Frog last week dropped. He has risen. It's a EP slash album slash project slash. That shit was a great collab. Whatever it is, um, Smoke does a Harry Fraud. I love their first project, Rugby mm-hmm. Thompson. I still think it's fantastic. It had a fantastic features on it. This one, eh, I'm not as crazy about. Not very many features. It's not very many features. It's not so much about the features, but it's just like I'm just not crazy about it overall. I thought, hmm. do, are you into Smoke Dizza at all? I am. Oh, him and ever since Jet Life, and yeah. Yeah, I know you like Currency. I like yeah, Currency. I See, thank you. I need, I need I'm somebody I'm not a big else. Currency person, so he's, he's like, oh. I, I like, but it was like, it took me a while to like Currency. I think I kind of, I low-key forced myself to like Currency. And I'm not, I don't even this smoke. This guy is a boss just giving away free tips yeah. on boss dumb. Yeah, I mean, but I don't even smoke and I just like currency. I don't know. It's fucking weird. <laughs> Yo, you an angel. That's angel. what I think is weird. Like, if you don't <laughs> smoke, then okay. I can see why someone wouldn't like him because it's like, ugh. Like, I smoke ugh, what is so he much. Saying? But... but I don't know. It just doesn't It doesn't resonate in my You're brain. Like, what is this nigga saying? You know what it is? I think I think it's music. Music to me has to have like a lot of low end for me to even like mm. like it to register in like my brain. Yeah. No low end. No low end theory. <laughs> um... But yeah, Smoke does a Harry Fraud. He has risen. Um, it's a pretty solid project, but I just, you know, I wasn't really enamored by it. Like his previous projects, like, uh, what was the last one? It was called Dream Zone Achieve. That one was pretty dope. Um, and what do you have to say? Oh, I was going to say, this album made me feel like I was back in high school because it made me feel like I was in Harlem in 2005. Yeah. His voice and the way, like, his slang is still in that era. Of course. It's hilarious. Because he definitely calls someone a mook. <laughs> I was like, I haven't heard mook since high school. Uh, All right. What's a mook, by the way? Just a mook? Me. An idiot. A oh, schmuck. Okay. All right. <laughs> a schmuck. A schmuck. Man, buns, yo. For real, though. 
Oh, oh word. Because like it, it's got some uh, co-production from even like Alchemist on here and absolutely. everything. So I feel like Smoke Dizza's always been like really about his hip hop. Yeah, so, yeah he's absolutely that. about it. I still love Smoke Dizza. He's a, he's a man. Um, I just wasn't. Uh, maybe I was too. I'm too comparing this to Rugby Thompson, which to me was like fucking everything. It was the pinnacle of Smoke Dizzadom. Yeah, and like Dream Zone achieved. That one was pretty dope too. Um, and Flatbush Zombies, another you know New York centric mm-hmm. based. Um, Trio. Actually, Eric actually used to go to the school. Really? Yeah, Eric the architect used to go to school. Oh, really? Yeah. What did he major in? I don't know. He didn't make it in architecture. I don't know that. Sure didn't. Um, <laughs> he, the the trio of Flatbush Zombies also, you know, I listened to it. I was like, okay, this is, this is music. This is cool. I'm not like, I think I, I don't know. You're not big into their style of rap? or It's like... I was before. You know, a part of me also likes them because they're wrestling fans as well. Yeah. But it's mm. like both of them, Smoke Dizzy and Flatbush Zombies, are wrestling fans. But it's like part of me likes them because of that. Part of me like, but I don't know. It's like I might have to listen. The way I listen to music, I might have to listen to it out of order because the sequence it was in wasn't really appealing to me. Mm. It didn't really like hit with me. Yeah. The um. 3001, uh, oh, what was it, uh, Space Odyssey? 3001, The Odyssey. The Odyssey. It's, it's, it's a concept album. Like, those char- like all those characters are going through something and evolving as the, like the, all the songs progress. Hmm. So, yeah, it, it's supposed to go in order and sequence, but I can understand. Huh. Yeah. But looking at like how Eric produced all the songs, it's like it's like a step up for him because he's trying so many. Yeah, different it's really things. a step up in production and step Absolutely. up in like, mixing and all this other. Absolutely. So that was very proud to like hear that and listen to that, and I was like, yeah, he's he's going places. All right. I know this isn't on the agenda, but um, Harley, have you heard the new Iggy Azalea single called Team? No. You have not heard it. I like <laughs> no, that response. I, I like that response. I don't really. Me and Iggy are not cool, but nah. Okay, so it's... we're gonna hear it right now. Oh okay. shit! Oh boy! It's Iggy. Iggy. Who produced this? Invisible Man? Probably. I don't know. Oh gosh. All right, so there's this part of the end that people make. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a there's a hook that samples an old Cash Money song. Mm. Oh damn, baby, gonna come for his money. Fuck, I don't even want to hear this anymore. Yeah, I know it's hurting my brain. So essentially, it's like you know. She's tired of all the hate. She's on her own team, Team Iggy, et cetera, et cetera. Her album's called Digital Distortion. Wow, she sounds like a like a like an upset teenager. Yes. Yeah. She's got on her, you know, her dad. She's part of the Tiller gang over here. She got the brim hat. The brim hat. But yeah, you know, Iggy Zelia's back in mm-hmm. case you know, in case she ever left. I mean, <laughs> we were trying to get her out of here. I think we, we were. We tried. I feel like you know. All right. So here's the thing. I feel like we've collectively got her out of here, but mm-hmm. now she's just occupying another space. That's cool. She could stay pop radio. She could stay over there because that doesn't. Yeah, she can that stay does, over there. That doesn't come over to like my side of the town. If she starts like you know collaborating, she will like, never appear on my Apple Music. Really? Yeah. She will never appear on my Apple Music. I thought work was pretty dope, though. I don't know work. All right. And now she's unemployed. Yes. Like I don't want to hear her. Um. Let's see what else came out this week. Um, new Gwen Stefani album. Yes, and I was I was here for her to come back, not uh, Izzy Azalea, because I grew up on Gwen Stefani. Gwen Stefani movie. is legendary, by the yeah. way. Mm-hmm. Just as you, just let don't speak. You know, I you know as a youth, as a as a young teenage girl in the nineties. Oh, I thought you were gonna <laughs> talk about you. I was like, you were a young teenage girl in the nineties? <laughs> but no, speak. that was like the pinnacle of my young middle school angst and everything. And yes. Yeah. And then it's like she came out with the with the like the era defining mm-hmm. pop album Lamb. Fat girl. Which she had the she had the Harajuku girls and then like Fergie kinda bite her. You know, I I seen it Fergie. You know, I seen it. Um and then she dropped the Sweet Escape. 
and all these these really two dope albums produced by like Pharrell and like other dope producers and things like that. And she just really like sort of changed. I feel like she influences a lot of like Katy Perry that's now and mm-hmm. just like um you know, obviously Charlie XEX XEX XCX, right? Yeah, Charlie XCX, XCX, who has, like, a similar tone and things like that. So she decides to drop This Is What The Truth Feels Like. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an album full of, like, heartbreak and finding love again because she, like, divorced her previous husband, Gavin Rossdale or something. And Wasn't then, he the guitar player? Yeah, in some in, band. It, no, he was in No Doubt, no? <laughs> no, oh, no, no. a different band. No, no, she dated the dude from No Doubt, too. Yeah, she dated the dude from No Doubt. But this is, like, the dude she actually married. What some, band was he from? Gavin Rossdale's from some band. <laughs> you Great don't even research. Know the name of my band. That right. was my jam. My salsa, salsa, salsa. My salsa <laughs> makes all the pretty girls you dance and make you take off. I had a friend who had the Eminem album. I made her play that specific track all the time. My salsa. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Look out um, for my next single. It's called My Salsa. Gavin Rossdale. Oh shit! Never mind. Um, iPhone jumping. Yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. Okay, now you want to open Wikipedia after Wikipedia was crashing. That's what you get for not paying that $3 to Wikipedia. You see that banner up top. I feel like you I... You know you got to donate. They I need feel, money. Listen, if everyone in the world donated, they would... If everyone in the world had $3 US... <laughs> yes. It, all right. We'd have a very different economy. All right, my phone froze. <laughs> um, So, anyway, he's part of some fucking band. Now she dates Blake Shelton. And he is a... Old country dude. Oh, <laughs> that's very. He hosted she the said kiss. Her time with him was quote miserable. Like that's rude. That's Odie rude. What? <laughs> that's wild rude. Like miserable. Like you had two to me. kids. Yeah. That's crazy. I would never say that about like the uh, the significant other that I had children with because I, don't know. I feel like you that might. I feel like that looks bad on my children. I feel like you might. Though. I wouldn't say it in public, nigga. Right, I wouldn't right. go on like all my friends would know. Man, I hate that bitch. Nigga, I'm but miserable. <laughs> all my friends would know. Man, I hate that bitch. But I wouldn't go on like record as saying, "Yo, I fucking hate my baby mom." It'll make you pay like wild child support out the ass. Oh, like the Sierra like child support? Yeah. Ah. His wild child support out the ass. Uh, like, I hate this bitch. You miserable. Nah, um. Uh, let's see. But, yeah, now she dates Blake Shelton, uh, old country dude who hosts The Voice, mm-hmm. who also hosted the Kids' Choice Awards. I was like, you kids are weird now, man. That's weird. I was like, that's you kids weird. are fucking weird I guess now. That's, I guess that's who's watching Nickelodeon now. Like, back in they our day, back in our day, we had, like, Jim Carrey and, like, Will Smith. And, like, like, actors that we knew from, like, movies mm-hmm. that we were able to see. Cool, like, action. And, like, somehow Rosie O'Donnell was there, too. But I guess Rosie O'Donnell was, like, popular at some point. But, no. She was like Harriet the Spies, Manny. Everyone loves no, no, Rosie No, 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 no. It wasn't just that. She was always on that channel. That's she true. was literally always on that channel. That's so true. it's like she became a staple. And now it's like Blake Shelton. Yo, you know what? I would shit myself if Danny Tamborelli came back and decided to host the Kiss <laughs> Toast Awards. Yo, that nigga was everywhere on that, that channel. That dude must be on so much cocaine right now. I don't know. I would. <laughs> it's just like, all right, so let me see. I'm actually going to pull up the Kiss Choice Awards. To see who won what, like. Do people even get slimed anymore? Like, it's I don't know. I don't know if it's PC anymore just to throw slime on people anymore. It's like, all right, this is kind of sexual. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of a lot. Um, okay, there's no Wikipedia. Pa- oh, yes, there is a Wikipedia page for the. Oh wait, is my phone going crazy? Yeah, Yo, your again? finger is like touching the screen all crazy. I know, cause like someone called me. I'm just trying to see who called me. I'm calling back. Shit. I'm not. All right. <laughs> I'm not. Listen to this podcast, by the way. Oh um, shit! Where's she at? You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Okay, cool. Oh. We just got voice. We just got audio now, which is cool. Um, yes, my Wikipedia crashed. So apparently, you know, this Wikipedia app is really trash. Not mm-hmm. getting my money. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Um, favorite movie: Star Wars: Force Awakens. Under Kids Choice Awards. That's good. If you were a kid, all right. Favorite female singer: Ariana Grande. Uh, yeah, I guess. I, if you were a kid, you'd be like, don't... I'm, I'm all in on this, like, you know, kid she, looking... li- she literally she looks, looks like, like them. She, she looks, looks like them. She's like, look, like, oh, my God, thank you, guys. Favorite it's so ma- creepy. She's like every sugar daddy's dream. Really <laughs> Absolutely. Because she she's from Boca, and it's like, that's the home of all just, like, old, rich, white people. And Pat Dollars. Shout out to Pat Dollars. Shout out to my nigga Pat. Um, Justin Bieber, favorite male singer. I guess. I guess, yeah. 
Favorite movie actress Jennifer Lawrence. All right, all right. I guess. Okay, kids. Right. I guess. I guess. I guess. No, I know what kind of kids are making this these is choices. This making me realize how old I am. Yeah. Favorite movie actor Will Ferrell. Still. Okay. Still. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Still. Like still. Like in this generation. Um, favorite cartoon SpongeBob SquarePants. This nigga must have won it like twenty million. Times. Yeah, I know. I feel like I feel like. He's... But it sucks now. Doesn't yeah, it? it's, I, it's I haven't not. Watched any new it's ones. not very good. Really, I watch it every they time we in Brooklyn. Uh, I watch it every time we in Brooklyn at George's house. We get real high and watch SpongeBob. Favorite music group Fifth Harmony. What? Oh yeah, they are popping. They are popping. I've never heard them. Put me on. Yes, you have the Worth It song with Kidding. Oh. Damn, Fifth that nigga snuck like, in. That those niggas snuck into radio. Shout to the black girl in Fifth Harmony who's like fine, um, right? She's just fine and just chocolate and beautiful and delicious. Um, <laughs> let's see, favorite collaboration: Wiz Khalifa, "See You Again." Oh God, can we can we retire song this song? Sucks. Can we retire that song? The soundtrack to you know the death of Paul Walker. It's yes. so inspirational for everyone now. Like. <laughs> um, let's see. Favorite animated movie, Hotel Transylvania 2. I guess. I, I they weren't they weren't those I movies weren't bad. Those movies weren't bad. Um I'm skipping shit. Um Favorite female TV star, Zendaya. Oh. I think she's annoying. Really? Huh. huh. Yeah. I, I mean yeah. Huh. I'm 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 indifferent. I didn't know how that got there. Oh. Huh. <laughs> All right. Favorite song, Hello by Adele. What kids are listening to Hello by Adele? Yeah, that's the saddest fucking that's song like, for children to use. You guys. Yo, kids are sad right now. Kids you know what they sad, need to man. do? They need to listen to some fucking March Madness. Really? Seriously? Seriously? That shit gets me Stop excited. February Frenzy? No. February Frenzy? <laughs> that that shit will come up on af- after on Apple Music. Like, it'll just come up. Yeah, that's funny. Genius like will cover. find it. Genius will find it. It's like an acoustic cover, February Frenzy. <laughs> that's all I bother to talk about for your Kids' Choice Awards. I don't know. But yeah, um... You know, Harley, thank you for coming through. This thank is... you guys for having me. I'm sorry I wasn't funny. No, nah, you cool. were pretty funny. I don't know. You said you said um, Honey's hair was my mustache. Listen, you, <laughs> next time, even though it's like 10 million miles away, you have to... Whenever you're in New York, you have to come. You have to just feel the energy of like the funny and like the everything here. I would yeah. love to. This is like my first podcast and everything. Um, I can't really thank you guys enough for this. Like, I really oh, no problem. We this... were happy for the. You know, you don't know how much I like blushed when I saw that Instagram post. I was like, oh my god. And he doesn't <laughs> blush either. I do blush actually. Oh uh, well. Well, no, I don't. I'm like high yellow. We don't really. Yeah, you just kind of. I think it's or a. Beige, it's a condition. He said beige. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga said it like it's jaundice. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga said it like it's jaundice. I'm yes, just... but you know, you're our first guest of the second year of the two belts. That, that's, that's, yeah, I, I thought that was way too much, but I don't know. New year, new belts. New year, new belts, and you're the first guest. Thank you for coming through. Thanks, um, guys. Find out. Wait, wait, wait. Find out. Where can people follow you and do all that cool stuff mm-hmm. and, like, look at your pictures and like them at 3 in the morning? Okay, well, I'm really Ain't ugly, nobody liking her pictures my... at 3 in the morning but me. <laughs> my Instagram is HarleyCute. Um, cute is spelled real ghetto, so it's Q-U-T-E. And um, my Twitter, if you just want to see what's on my mind for the day, is HarleyQuinn, two N's, underscore N-J. Did you ever get rid of your original Twitter? I did, and it's crazy. You know why? Because this girl I was working with on the website thing, Mm -hmm. um, she took a screenshot of my personal Twitter where I say my most outlandish shit, right? Well, I'm not professional at all. Sure. And um, she sent it to me like, I think someone is pretending to be you. I'm just like, (laughs) bitch, you know that's me. (laughs) (laughs) That's wild. Shout out to the nosy bitches. Shout out to her. Shout out to the girls in the salon at 2 p.m. talking about girl... I'm not the gossip girl, but I got the, the gossip, gossip girl. girl. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> your wait, wait. Your profile says I was on MTV once. When you, were you on MTV? That's definitely on Instagram too. When were yeah, you on um, MTV? I was on it last year in October, but it didn't air until December. Um, we did like a 2015 pop culture review and stuff like that. Oh, beautiful! You were on like best year ever, technically. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice, fantastic, Thanks. very wavy. For, former. Now the, you you gotta like sideline that into some MTV two sort of you know get you on wild and out and like you know uncommon sense and like you know joke it off I don't know 
Joking. I know. I got to, like, be on, like, the internet more. I hate the whole internet culture where, like, if you're not there, you're not relevant. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I blame Nick Cannon. I try to be there. Son of a bitch. I try to be there. Yeah. I'm trying to be relevant. But, I'm, yeah. Um, this is When been... I see Nick Cannon, we going to square up. I'll help. I'll hold him down. Alright, see? See, she down a ride, nigga. All right, all right. You over here sitting like, I don't know, that nigga got money. Nigga got money. What that nigga supposed got to money. Say? Like, you know, you sponsor the podcast, you, you know. That's if our po- wreck. I don't know. If, if podcast is just like, you know, if we're sponsored by Nickelodeon, nigga, we're sponsored by Nickelodeon now. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah. You're gonna get slimed every time we mention two belts and shit. <sighs> and mild, wild, like, you know, Legends of the Temple ass shit. Um, the Golden Monkey Clan. <laughs> that big ass talking head used to scare the fuck out of me. Yo, oh, man. yo, because he first of all his bottom lip was dragging, so and it was like his mouth would open, his bottom lip would be like, Bro. yes. <laughs> That's funny as shit. That shit was scary, nigga. His eyes would glow red. Um, I was like, you letting this high ass giant head talk to you? I don't know. It's funny. Um, yeah, that's all. I mean. I have news, but I don't really want to say it because I don't know if I'm sure I'm going to do it this weekend. Oh. So, um, right. do you have any news, any bookings, any DJings, any, anything? Um, we are planning like a Jersey version of the trap party. Um, everybody who I guess knows me, I'm talking like I have fans. No one knows me, but people um, know you. If people, you were... know you. people know you. <laughs> the people listen to this podcast. Well. They're going to stalk you. They're going to wonder what you look like. Of course. They're going to be like, she sounds like, you know, she sounds fun. Let me let me follow her on Instagram. Oh, gosh. But uh, we had, like, a, a Philly version of uh, this this L.A. party called The Trap. And um, now the sponsors of that want to do a Jersey version hosted by me. Beautiful. So, um, awesome. Look, look out for that, like, in May or something. We'll be posting the flyers. We don't even have a venue yet, but um, it's coming in May. All right. That All sounds right. lit. Sounds super lit. This has been episode 54 of the Two Belts Podcast. Signing out. Peace.